There we go. That's fucking awesome. Let's do this. I'm excited for this. Oh, so none of this really matters. Episode. I'm terrible at keeping track of these episodes. It's episode 18. Episode 18. Happy Thursday. Um, what's up, guys? Good. Thank you uh, for coming back. And uh, I hope you enjoyed. I've like thank you for the feedback for Escape from New York episode or the Jar- Car- John Carpenter episodes. People love that shit. Like the amount of uh, 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 DMs I got back, or or just whatever. Like like awesome. People are liking this so far. You know what I mean? But. I'm glad you guys uh, are enjoying enjoyed the John Carpenter, and hopefully you enjoy the the future uh, director picks. We did get some requests, one request, but none a request nonetheless <laughs> for uh, of directors we've talked about before. Mm-hmm. He said uh, Quentin Tarantino slash Robert Rodriguez. And I said Robert Jar- Rodriguez is for sure coming before Quentin Tarantino. Quentin Tarantino, we got to save for a. Because he's literally a reference. Yeah, we talk about like if you want a Quentin Tarantino episode, listen to listen the to past. Any, yeah. Listen to the past seventeen episodes, and he you'll... is brought up at least twice per episode. So, yeah, those popular directors are not coming until way until we have nothing to choose from. Like those are our safety nets. Is like Quentin Tarantino, Christopher Nolan, and no Safety brothers are coming soon, for sure. But uh, anyway, I'm, I'm enough about that. Thank you for listening, to John Carpenter. Uh, go, oh Patreon! I forgot we were recording on the camera. Go uh, subscribe to the Patreon. Thank you to the people who are already subscribed. Uh, the last episode is uploading as we're recording right now because that shit takes forever. To, to upload but it's uploading so it's uh it's on the way and uh it should be out by the time this episode is out so i don't know why i'm saying this anyways um this episode or would you watch this week rob anything besides what we're going to talk about i said to myself oh what <laughs> did i watch and it was terrible it was a movie oh it was called cosmic sin with Bruce Willis and who else was in it? I don't know. The <laughs> movie was for me, even for me, I was like, this is bad. This was like the equivalent of a sci-fi movie on Netflix. I was like, I can uh, this is almost unwatchable. For you? For me. That's crazy. Three percent on Ron Tomatoes, okay? Oh. 2.5 on IMDb. IMDb. IMDb, something something database. Yeah, I don't know what it stands for. International that, movie. That yeah, it's a three percent. It is bad. Netflix is falling it's off. It's almost as if it had the makings of a good movie. It's one of those movies where you're like, this could have been done by somebody else better, and somebody cheaped out on the director. Who directed that, Minda? Bruce Willis is a star. Yeah. Uh huh. Edward Drake. He and, also wrote. And it's also kind of like... Is it his first movie? The plot of it kind of <laughs> sucks. What is? Yeah, what is it about? Basically... You said it's sci-fi? Yeah. We ba- it basically, it's about... Bruce Willis is a disgraced general. He got 
dishonorably discharged with, which That's is extremely terrible. difficult yeah. to do. Especially you gotta as a try general. To do There's generals who rape girls and don't get dishonorably discharged. So you know what I'm saying? Like, all right, drop the R word. Yeah, they like they're four minutes in. So in this. <laughs> <laughs> He fucking, he's known for killing 70 million people, including some of his own troops using something called a Q-bomb, which is like, has planet shattering. What, is it like futuristic? Yes, it's like 2537 or something like oh, that. Oh, shit. So, it like, we're talking about to the point where they go through like a jump gate, essentially, where it shoots them through space, and we've already colonized other planets and of course. shit like that. Of course. But it shoots you through space, <laughs> and you're like... It's still one of the things where it's like, yeah, it's like an 89% chance that we're going to get you where you need to be. <laughs> so there's like two, one of, two of them get, so they go on this mission, because they're like, hey, we made first contact, that's mm-hmm. what they call it, FC, yeah. and they're like, in the year 2537, this is our first contact with another species, mm-hmm. and it's a, obviously they're hostile. They say something like, basically, some physicist says the most cosmic sin would be that species meet one another and one of them is going to wipe out each other one another mm-hmm. like one of them either one of them is going to wipe each other out and that's like it's like this that's... supposed to be like oh that's what's going to happen if you meet another species like it's this cosmic rule that that's going to happen and it's really just like <laughs> it's played out very terribly the how long lo- is it Minda? like two hours if it's over two hours i'm never gonna watch it ever yeah, oh, okay. I watched like That's an hour of it, maybe an hour fifteen, and I was like, I can't fucking do it anymore. <laughs> Cause it's just like the monster is a fucking hive minded like parasite type thing, mm-hmm. and I'm like, man, that's whack, dude. Like you could have made them like other humans or something mm-hmm. like that. Is like, it like dark? No, nah, like no, it's not dark. Or is it like like? Fan, like fantasy almost like yeah. light light toned it's light toned dish it's, I'm not say sci-fi think of that type of like cinematography like Annihilation dark or like Star Trek light you know what I mean like where are we on the scale on this? the scale I would say it's uh, After Earth oh okay so that's weird that's all yeah. After Earth is bad yes so. exactly it's After Earth light toned so it's like this almost unbelievable unbelievable future mm-hmm. where it's like y'all are really pushing this is the future thing mm-hmm. and it's like it's kind of cool concepts like they wear these exo suits that they fight in now mm-hmm. and then so one part there's like they get shot out into space by accidents and somehow i mean their suits Already, are their sounds... suits are kind of like how you would think you're like yeah idiots like why would you not do that in the future where it has like jet boosters on it like so Black they're like Ops oh sh-. now the dumbest part of it is that they enter an entire atmosphere in these suits <laughs> so you know that going through space they get shot out in the space mm-hmm. you know when you go in this space there's nothing to slow you down mm-hmm. they just keep they going. they maneuver their cells with the little <laughs> they maneuver themselves just like the Star Trek movie, but way less believable. Mm-hmm. Because the Star Trek movie, there's like space in the debris field. There's an entire war going on right above the atmosphere of the planet, and they go through it, and they all they all maneuver. Oh, it's like they're like flying. They're like shh, they're like follow me, and they do the little Oops. thing, and then they literally land on the planet in the suits. There's no ship, no escape pod, no. no. It was like they parachuted. Basically. So they basically <laughs> said, and then they landed, they were just like, 
you know, just landed They're on like, their feet. like, all right, feet. we're here now. It's basically <laughs> like Titanfall, but in real life. Yeah. And then fucking, what's his name, Lance? Bruce Willis, and his suit breaks. So I'm just sitting here like, this just, this doesn't make any logical sense. I have no idea what's happening here, people. It's a yeah. really bad movie. I tried to give it a chance. I thought it was good. I saw Exo Suits. Anything Exo Suit, I'm like, sign yeah. me up, Anything motherfucker. Anything like futuristic or Yeah, so I'm, I'm in there. But this... And then the, the bad guy sucked. The bad guy was a high-minded oh, alien. Yeah. And they're like, we go to every planet and blah, blah, blah. That whole spiel of like, it's easier to live as a hive mind and blah, blah, blah. I'm pretty sure there's some kind of weird twist I'm just at the not end, interested. but I was just like, it's so badly done. Like, it's not convincing at all. It's so badly done. It is just terrible. And it's a Netflix original? Yes. Netflix is Hey, man, I remember I told you, like, 7 out of 10. <laughs> this is one of the three that doesn't that just didn't make it. They do have a successful, like, trilogy out, the Fear Street. That's that really popular. shit goes hard. I heard when you if you ask me about I guess technically those are movies and yes I did watch all three Fear Streets. I heard they were really good. Really I, the nineteen seventy eight one I'm really looking forward to watching. The first one is in nineteen ninety four, so it's still kind of like dope. Mm-hmm. But the backstory of the whole thing, I was like, oh, this is really well written. Like they make you want. The second part and third part, mm-hmm. but they don't make you wait a year like I thought. I was like, oh, they're not going to give us part two till like another year. And they're like, no, they're coming out like I All think at the once, same time. once people once they see enough people watch it, then they drop the next one, mm-hmm. and then everybody watched the second one. And it was like, bam. Mm-hmm. Netflix is not having the greatest year for their originals. Not the greatest year compared relative to their previous. It's because years. everybody else. Join the game this year. Mm-hmm. 2021. 2020 and 2021, Paramount Plus, Peacock, oh, Disney Plus. That's true. Everybody came with the shit. Now you got to compete with Loki and fucking... Mm-hmm. You got to compete HBO with... HBO Max. Yeah. You got to compete with just the shows that exist. Already. And, and like also the old shows that people have brought, bought yes. the rights to and they put it now on. Now Sopranos is on HBO Max. I watched... People are watching that. Together. The first episode... And I was like, eh. But it's the first episode. Yeah. It's probably one of those shows where you got to get like five episodes in and then you're good You're to like, go. this is fucking crazy, yo. <laughs> but I wasn't, it wasn't a terrible first episode. It was just kind of like long mm-hmm. and just kind of like, fuck, man. Like, when are we going to get to the good shit? Yeah. But it was only the first episode, so I wasn't really tripping. But who knows if I'll continue. But anyways, uh, the this episode is going to be the Jordan Peele episode. And we're going to start with his first movie, Get Out. But before we start, the news that he just dropped earlier this week of his new movie coming out exactly one year from when he dropped it. Mm-hmm. He posted the poster on uh, the 22nd, and he's, the movie's going to come out the 20, July 22nd of next year. So, one year from now, we're getting a new Jordan Peele movie. And this was just weird. I DM'd you guys right away. It was super weird. It was like, we speak things into existence. I was sitting here staring at you just now, only trying to figure out, is Jordan Peele doing some kind of, like, sentence where it's like, get us out, and then it's like, comma, nope. Because it just says, (laughs) nope. Get, Get us out, nope. 
I wonder the the poster looks pretty uh esoteric to me. Pretty fucking cool. It has the cloud with the little the tail, the little kite tail to it. It looks like it's one of those movies where like a uh, uh Men in Black 3 where it's like the things grab people and like put them mm-hmm. up inside the ship. It I feel like it'll be his most uh I mean it obviously will be. He's done two movies, but like his most uh, ambitious film. Mm-hmm. Like, it's going to be very... Uh, you can tell he's going to have a bigger budget. Mm-hmm. And uh, sure. and I hope... Uh, and also, uh, Daniel Kaluuya, Steven Yoon, and uh, who's the girl that was going to be in it? I forgot the girl that was on the poster, the name. But, yeah, it's called Nope. And I've, it was just weird because this is what I wanted to mention was that, like, the shit we talk about on the podcast or before like we're gonna oh let's talk about this on the podcast mm-hmm. it like kiki palmer is yes be, there we go and yeah the cast looks like it's like i don't know it's just jordan peele hasn't missed yet like he's two for two on feature films and i don't know he's a genius when it comes to horror and i don't say throw out genius yeah. to, to everybody but he is just on. I like it. when people know their lane. Like they're, mm-hmm. he's not. I'm not trying to do a drama. Because even for me, to... like like when Keanu came out, and then he was like, "Oh, I'm gonna my next project is gonna be a horror movie." I was like, "Really?" But then obviously, Get Out was Get Out. It was it was a horror movie that was or that is. When he said it was a horror movie, you weren't expecting that. You weren't mm-hmm. expecting social commentary, essentially. Mm-mm. But Not the way all. that it was presented was so anxiety-inducing for everybody. Yeah. It was like, Jesus Christ. Should we, should we get into it now? Get out? Yeah. Let's just do it. All right. So, for you, right, let's start with you, or both of you guys. First time watching Get Out. Very first time. Do you remember? First time I watched it, I said, I know how this movie's going to end. Where were you? How did it all play out? How old were you? How old was I when I first saw that movie? February 2017. We didn't see it in movie theaters. No? No, because Roman would have been one. Roman was like less than a year. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know where I I saw it first, but I remember we saw it at least in the time span that it came out. Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, by the way, in this episode, just for the people listening, we're not going to talk about us unless it's about Jordan Peele's career. Yeah, we're not going to... Because us is next episode. That's next episode. So just so people aren't expecting us to talk about Jordan Peele. Yeah. No, it's us is next episode. So, yeah. I think we were probably, like, in the house watching it on DVD, probably. Mm-hmm. Or in the room watching it. Whatever. Anyway, first time I saw it, I I just assumed I knew how it was going to end. Mm-hmm. Because the movie started out, he was with a white girl, and I think he did that on purpose. Instantly, every black person and then person of color after mm-hmm. that was like, you made a mistake, dude. Because mm-hmm. she was so, like, white girl. Yeah. She wasn't like the Zora movie or whatever that shit is called. Zola. She, Zola. She wasn't like that movie. She wasn't uh She was like a poster child. She was literally like white white. Like yeah. rich from the south. Well op- when the opening scene No, she's from the north. She's from New York City. Gambino, like, the Red Bone, yeah. yeah. Music playing and then, then it was like 
Like even even when like the first shot of her yeah. was yeah. like through the glass, she's shopping at the bakery. Like she's like this po- like I said, poster child white girl that like in like innocent mm-hmm. and like and then she goes. She played that shit well. She too. killed it. Every right. let's be on, let's address this right away when we get before we get to the recasting section. Everybody killed it. Oh yeah. Like yeah. there was no no one missed. Even if you thought you knew what was going on, everybody played their part so well. You're like, mm, I don't know if this is gonna go how I thought it was gonna <laughs> yeah. go. Like you really did catch yourself thinking like, okay, this is about to happen mm-hmm. like a horror movie. Mm-hmm. Like the part where the, the dude is running at, yeah. at him. And you're like, and oh, this is when that. you finally get chopped up into little pieces. Yeah, it, it's uh, even like for the part for me and everybody, because I, or let me talk about the first time I watched it yeah, before please. we move on. Uh, so I told both of you guys this story probably, most likely. But um, me... I was 16 watching this movie, which is just that alone is crazy of how absorbent my mind was. Mm-hmm. And um, I th- I don't know if I said it on the podcast, but Get Out is the movie that changed everything for me. That changed me watching. It changed the way I think about movies. It was the movie that, that changed how I... Just how I watch movies, how, like, even not necessarily filmmaking. Now it's, like, filmmaking. But, like, just just how I watch it's insane. Like, I can't even describe it. Like, the amount of, like, um, symbolism that's in it and, like, just little, uh, I don't even know, like, all the terms. But it's just how many layers this movie has. But I went in. I was 16 years old. Me and my parents went to the movie theater. Kong of Skull Island was also out mm-hmm. in theaters. So we all went. I knew about Get Out. I saw. I watched the trailer. I'm like, Jordan Peele. Like I said, like, oh, Jordan Peele's coming out with a movie, whatever. And then my parents were like, no, we're going to watch Kong Skull Island. And I was like, can I go into Get Out while you guys go watch Kong Skull Island? And they're like, yeah. And so I went in to Get Out by myself at 16 years old. And was like... Did you pay for it? Or you were just like, I don't want to see Kong, Kong Skull Island. Yeah, they anymore. paid for Kong Skull Island. And but I was like, hey, is it cool if I you know just go into this theater? Because they, they start at the same time. End okay, the, okay. End at the same time. So we went. I went in to Get Out. Um, obviously, I knew it was going to be like a horror genre, and uh, Jordan Peele. It's going to be like obviously by the trailer, everybody knew what it was kind of going to be about. Mm-hmm. But like you said, no one really knew what it was going to be, be you about at the same racism. time. And we just you didn't know how everything was going to play out. So we go in. I watch it. And I walk out of the theater like, holy shit, what the, f-? like, my, like, the, um, I can't even describe how much a film has changed me walking out of a movie theater, watching it for the first time. I was like, I need to find out how this is a real movie. Mm-hmm. Like, I, it's like, like, literally, it's that movie where it's like, you can make movies like this, like, you can, like, have this much symbolism and and little like just little things like not even that has to do with a plot just like just little shit like the 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 cut the costumes with the set design with the deer yeah and and just a lot of great shots and i was like how does how did he do this and just the amount of things and i literally i watched that movie on (laughs) i watched that movie on like 
I forgot what the name of the website's were, like one two three movies or whatever. Yeah. I watched it on YouTube even, mm-hmm. and then when it came out on uh, Redbox or some shit, I, I was like, I need to see this movie as many yeah. times. So I watched it, but then uh, rewatching it. What I love about this movie and why it still holds the test of time is you get a new thing yes. every single time you watch it. I was going to say that. Every single time you watch it, you're, you're like, looking for something almost every single time. And you're like, holy shit. Like, even, uh, I forgot what I picked up. Oh, what I did pick up on, just a little quick, uh, for a uh, thing I picked up on uh, when I watched it for the episode, this episode, um, was when he was escaping from the chair. And uh, he kills the son, and or he he doesn't kill the son first, but he ends up killing him later when, mm-hmm, when they're mm-hmm, you know, he's mm-hmm. leaving the house. He gets the bocce ball and hits him in the head, and then he gets the lacrosse little net thing, mm-hmm. which is two like white people sports exactly, and uses it to to kill kill the the son. Mm-hmm. And and by the way, the son his name is Caleb Landry Jones. He. That's my favorite role in the movie. Yeah. He bodied that shit. Like, he kind of went all out yeah. on that role. Yeah. Like, you, because you, everybody knows that, like, meathead type, like, super uh, uh, testosteroned out guy. Yeah. Yeah, he wasn't testosterone. He wasn't, he wasn't a buff douchebag, like, frat boy. He was that creepy frat boy. He was like the frat that's not like you know about. He was like skull and crossbones. Yeah, frat. he was creepy. Yeah, it was like you're you guys are that rich white where y'all do weird stuff to mm-hmm. each other where you like rape each yeah, other. Yeah, you're the you're the rich white dude that just got bored and started doing he was, weird shit. You know shit. who he was? He was one of them dudes from the episode in Atlanta when they were at the Southern Yeah, yeah. House. And they're like super into like yeah, Pimp C and yeah, shit. Yeah, and like, they're like, what? yeah, that's exactly who that guy yeah. was. But like He's the 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 weirdo out of that whole was, group of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cause the girls take that laughing. <laughs> like that shit was hilarious. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> but um, yeah. Get out. Me watching that. No, I've that. No other movie besides Good Time, and maybe uh. That like just that amount amount of impact of me like because literally after me watching Get Out, I saw Sausage Party that later came out, <laughs> and even with that movie, I was like, "This is fucking great!" Like because it literally had me watching movies differently about the layers and hidden me hidden meanings and and just shit like that. And the, even so- when you watch Sausage Party, you're like, "There's actual meaning to this right. shit." Like it's not obviously it is hilarious, but. Seth Rogen knew what he was doing. So just watching Get Out was fucking amazing. And uh, that's what it was like the fir- first time me watching it. That movie literally changed my life. It's not my favorite movie of all time. Like, it's not in my top 10 or top 20, but it is a perfect movie. It is perfectly executed. One of the, I will say it is top 10 debut, direct directorial debuts. Yeah, yeah. Like, there's no, like... Maybe it's up there with Reservoir Dogs and fucking whoever's first movie. I, I can't think of first movies right now, but it's up there. Like Get Out will go down in history. And people and the fact that people are still talking about it. People still make the still the, make sunk, references. the sunken sunken place references and and so yeah. Get out changed my life with the first time I watched it. And then rewatching it, I was like, Yeah, this still Do you think 
I would say that that movie woke some people up. Like, they they even saw themselves in this sunken place. Mm-hmm. Like, they started, like, looking at their jobs or looking at the people that they deal with or mm-hmm. just taking a second it, look. It really shined a light on the uh, liberal racism. Yes. Of the whole... That's exactly what I was... Of the no, whole, so like, oh, surface level, like... I'll vote for Obama for a third time if I could. Like, yes. that whole shit. That like, shit was perfect because if there's one thing I say to black people, I said, let's not forget that the Democrats were the original slave owners. This movie portrayed that perfectly mm-hmm. to me. Like, they weren't outwardly racist. That's how they got you to fuck inside the house. Mm-hmm. You got you inside the Democratic house... Now we're going to take from you what we need, mm-hmm. your eyes, your ears, your voice, whatever the hell we need from you, mm-hmm. and we're going to play that part up for and our And not only like the game. political part of it, but the societal part exactly. of it. Exactly. Like, white people wanting to be, literally wanting to be black, of like, like with the grandpa and the grandma inside of the, the groundskeeper mm-hmm. and the maid, of like... The story about the Jesse Owens beating, yes. beating the grandpa in the Olympics, and he now in second place, and now he wants to. He, now he's a black person running in the middle of the field. And I'm like that. Like I didn't honestly didn't catch that until like maybe the second or but third that's time. That's where like that literal like systemic racism comes from because your great great grandpa was that mad that you came in second place, mm-hmm. and they he, t- held he held he passed it on to his family like this hate. Mm-hmm. And it's also like uh, that reminds me of even just recently with like the TikTok strike, where they're like TikTok people are just you're basically just black culture hounds. Y'all mm-hmm. come in there and y'all take these dances, then you put eighteen people in a video, and mm-hmm. now it's viral. But the dance was made by some little twelve year old black boy in the area, and that's what they said when TikTok. I guess there was a strike. They're like you. You start to see if you take. Black culture away from a lot of people is like your shit is. No, you have nothing. <laughs> That's like Post Malone. That's why I really get mad at Post mm-hmm. Malone. They're like, they somebody asked Charlamagne they did. Did you make Post Malone quit hip hop? <laughs> because he asked him like, what are you doing for the black community since you used their culture yeah, so much? Like what happened in the cornrows? Yeah, Post like what happened, dude? Now you're Mister I drink Bud Light and I. Now he's a redneck. Yeah, exactly. And it's what you always were. You just use the pop music of the time to get in. And you mm-hmm. that's fine, but don't sit here and remember I've even told you multiple times, maybe on a podcast, he was like, He doesn't he doesn't respect hip hop and I was like, Go fuck yourself, bitch. Like Post Malone what, doesn't? Yeah, that's what he said on the she said somewhere. Oh, he said it on Breakfast Club. He said, I don't think hip hop has any feeling in it. Like I think it's not like real. I'm like, you son of a bitch. You real piece of shit. But that's what I, that's another, that part of the movie is Post Malone, <laughs> is TikTok, is that concept in the movie of you wanting what black people are. Mm-hmm. I just want to take it from mm-hmm. that, that That white, that, that fat white dude that was at that family get together or whatever, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. where he was like, black is in fashion. Like it might be something else. 50 years from now, but right now it's just black. And that's actually a real, because I was actually thinking about that today, too, where I was like, outside of when white people take other people's culture, they were really, like, buttoned up, boring people. It's like, they just added stuff to everything. It's like, hey, man, wear more clothes and, like, ride around in a horse and dress up really nice. And that's, that's what is, like, cool. 
But you look at every movie, their cultural appropriation. In the 1800s, it was Asian culture. In mm-hmm. the 1900s, it was... Shit. Western culture, African culture. Everything was happening in the 1900s. That was yeah, the industrial, industrial. Revelation, revolution. That was the Black Plague. That was like... Boat the Titanic. That's like all that the, time of yeah, just like, going around the world. I mean, the the Roaring Twenties is pretty fire. Yeah. I love. Then World ten years that. after that is World the de- War the II. Depression, then World War Two. So World War One in nineteen fourteen. World War Two thirty years later is like that. The nineteen hundreds was wild. You know, it was <laughs> even for me being born at the last decade that's of some, the that's 1900s. Some good shit you're to, like, uh, damn, this shit was wild. That's some bro. good shit to read about. Yeah, uh, I love it. The 1900s is so pivotal in the world's history. Mm-hmm. Not just. Do you ever seen that time lapse, like a picture of Dubai in like the 1940s? How it was? It looked like Arizona in the 1940s. How if you took a picture of Arizona in the 1940s, how it was just like. <laughs> Maybe some buildings downtown, maybe, probably not the CenturyLink building or nothing yet. But then you look at it now, and you're like, Jesus Christ, like, mm-hmm. how did you guys build that up so fast? Like, but that's what <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but I love cultural appropriation, is probably something that's been like beat before, pun intended, right now, beat like a dead deer. Like, that was good. Yeah, you're welcome. Uh, <laughs> it's been beat into, but it was so much more than that. It was the he was the upstanding black guy thing. Mm-hmm. He was like the and the and even well behaved with within that the even if you don't add meaning to it, the amount of storytelling yes. that they add with him being a photographer and the blind guy being a art connoisseur and owning mm-hmm. owning galleries like. That's and how he knew about him the entire time. Camera, camera, camera. So him being a photographer and him uh uh <laughs> fuck. Him being a photographer and then the blind guy owning galleries and knowing about mm-hmm. him and and then towards the end he found out like he doesn't care that he's black. He wants his eyes. He wants mm-hmm. his because he's a photographer. That's why I say like, even if you don't add the racial shit, that's great storytelling from the very beginning. You're like, okay, this guy's blind. He knows about him because he's a photographer. Right. You're like, oh, he's an ally, and then all of a sudden you're like, you're like, just fucking him. yeah, and it's and it's almost like in a way you understand the blind guy. Yes, mm-hmm. because literally he doesn't see that he's black. Yes, that was it's the just, part. It's just Yes, and that was the part about him where it was because he literally says, "I I don't give a damn." Yeah, I don't what care you if you're are. black. Yeah, I want your eyes. Mm-hmm. And there was a part of me I was like, "Nah, I kind of bang with him just for like you're not racist." Yeah, dude. just he being like, real, yeah, like whatever, hey, dude. Hey, bro, these people got this shit figured out, so I'm trying to have your eyes. And see, that's what that that's a classism thing where I tell people like, at some point, your color is green. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's some. It doesn't matter. It doesn't there's matter. brown people who are millionaires. There's matter. black people who are millionaires. Mm-hmm. There's a certain. There's a crew. There's a level of people that we don't know that exist, and they don't want to deal with us. Mm-hmm. They don't care if you're black, white, whatever. Mm-hmm. They deem themselves and that's the top why of the food chain. In the movie, there's that Japanese guy. Yes, that asks like, "Hey, what is it like being an African American in America?" And and he's like, "This," which was never explained, mm-hmm. but. 
he was this Japanese guy and not Asian American. He was he had an accent and yes. everything. Yeah. So I just thought like that was a great touch by Jordan Peele to yeah. add to add a, another non-white person. Right. So because uh, that and that goes back to the classism thing. Like it is just money at that point. Mm-hmm. Granted, if there was for sure. That's like a uh, yes. Mm-hmm. But as they get further into this, these donors and this, you know, these you know charity fundraising. Yeah. Money. And the whole like the turn of the the bingo and the turn into the silent auction. The silent auction, that part made me so were, mad. Where you were like, oh shit. It just <laughs> literally it went from subtle racism to very blatant racism yeah. in like one scene. You're like mm-hmm. To me it wasn't even racism. It was just like this shit was racist the whole time. Yeah. But, like, to me, it was just like, oh, this shit just got real. real. Like, this is about to turn into a right. horror movie. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah oh, exactly. With me. And then literally, 15 minutes later, it was like, your life is over. Yeah. And, and you didn't even notice. And didn't even know. And that, that the, I like how you bring that up, because that was a, a, well, how do you, what do you call it in a movie when they're trying to get a feeling across, where that was people's, that was slaves' lives. Like, you would be split apart from your children, and mm-hmm. you had no control over it. Mm-hmm. Like you said, his life was over. He was about to die, yeah. and he had no idea no that idea. he was about to fucking die. Mm-hmm. Not even one single clue. So there's people... That reminds me of Antebellum. Be, yeah. Like... Well, Get Out Get Out and Antebellum first. are... Get, get Out was That's why first. I said Antebellum is just a ripoff of Get Out, but... It is a rip off of Get Out, but they they took it and said it's no. I don't want to say rip off. It's just, it's just really derivative. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Which that's Heavily why I didn't. Inspired. That's why I didn't really. I gave it like two stars on on Letterboxd because I was like, this isn't the most original. It's a good film, but it's not the most original. Like we've seen the we, tone of it. Everybody, is Get Out. Everybody's seen Get Out. Yeah. So I didn't really. It just kind of didn't. The tone sh- of it was very Get Out ish. Mm-hmm. But but the con- they took they took the get out concept and then put it to the very extreme yeah. of get out. It was get out to the extreme. Like if Antebellum like, came Christ. first, it would be switched. It would be like oh shit, Antebellum. Like everybody would know about. You Antebellum. couldn't follow Antebellum if get out. Get out would have been a lesser version of. Mm-hmm. Well, not even lesser. I feel like let's say this. You know how you said it was like liberal. Antebellum was the, was the Republican yeah. version of Get Out. Yeah. So that's why they're not so, the same movie. Because that, to me, was like, that's what GOP people want. They wanted to go back. They want us to they're see. Literally, we're going to, spoiler alert for people who haven't seen Antebellum, where they want to kidnap black people, take them to this faraway place, and make them slaves. They literally make them <laughs> and slaves And literally in the make movie. them think they went through time travel. They give them a... That's what they make you think as the viewer. Yeah. So you think that the plane and all this stuff is some like, like oh, symbolism. Shit, she went through, you thought it was a sci-fi yeah, racism. Or something like, no. But then you're like, oh shit, this dude has a that. cell phone. It's even worse than that. It's like, oh, that's actually worse. If they would have made it time travel, I would have been like, all right, cool. The fact that it wasn't, yeah, that's crazy. Was like, oh, this that's why I love. That's what wild. Where they're literally trying to make you like this out of world experience is happening, but no, they they reveal like no, they're these white people are crazy. And like, you know what? And that there's people who live down south, or if you have lived down south, 
you know that that is a very this is that's not an exaggeration. That's why people were like, there's some white people I met. They're like, I didn't like Get Out because of what it said, and they're like, it just seemed like it made white people bad. I'm like, you missed the entire point of the movie. Then we're trying to tell we're not, you. No, whoa, whoa. hold on that. I've... That's like yeah, you missed the, the whole entire <laughs> point of. I was like, when they say that, I'm like, well, that's the problem right there. That movie is entirely it shows about that colored people. Like, I'm uncomfortable around a lot of white people. That's what the movie is about, essentially, because Jordan Peele didn't make it socio political, like or socioeconomic. No. He didn't make it. He made it personal. He was like. Literally in every interview, he's like, I didn't make this for every black person. I made it. This is for me. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not trying to make a statement on how America is. It's just saying this is how I've dated a white girl and I've had visions of this. And I, so I made a movie. He never made it. Uh, he never spoke for all black people, and even though all black people related. And that's what he I think that's what he did to try to show people like, hey, guys, I'm making a story about me, but you're going to see millions of black men mm-hmm. say, holy, I'm going to say it. I felt like that at one point <laughs> when I got married to a man. I was like, you, it's a first, the first thought you think when you marry, when you go outside Any the interracial, yeah. you're like, are you going to like me? If you're, I don't think white dudes, white dudes probably ask themselves that, but it's like a different kind of thought pattern. Yeah, like, I don't know how white people think. They're going to like, yeah, they're kind of like, <laughs> if, if I was honest, white, you just accept it most of the time. I'll just be like, I could go anywhere I want. <laughs> you know what? I don't know what that's like. No, you go somewhere and nobody bothers you. Mm-hmm. Like, people know not to mess with a white person. Like, hey, man, that, that's a You'd white like, guy. like, hey, watch out for them white girls. Yeah. Like, that's a thing. So it's like, but, but it's derivative of actual events mm-hmm. that happen. For like, sure, that is ingrained for you to be like. I need to the, yeah, like even if you weren't directly taught that, mm-hmm. it's just within your environment of like, mm-hmm. yeah, no, like white people are the last decision for me. But last. even though you white girls be... aren't even fine like that for real. But anyways, Arizona <laughs> has the finest white girls, and that's like one. That's like. There's <laughs> one in 42 or some shit like that. It's the food for right. sure. It's the carnets all the fries. <laughs> but, yeah, I, I've only dated brown girls. I don't think I've ever went out of uh, out of race before. The closest white I've been is Amanda. And that's literally not even more mostly white. No. So you're, it's half, but... You, you but, know but it doesn't you, necessarily count though because dad's not really white. You know what I mean? If y'all know, find out about him, you'll be like, eh, you're not really white. Yeah. He's literally yeah. He is. They're just so people <laughs> people who don't know him or never seen him or met him, he's from 43rd Avenue Thomas in the 70s and 80s. Mm-hmm. Not now. I mean, now it's still it's like still like pretty that. Bad. Like, but yeah. when there was no <laughs> internet, where people didn't even go there. So, and yeah, he was the only like him. He went to, uh, to Carl Hayden, Hayden, barely, I should say. Right. <laughs> he has tattoos. He smokes Marlboros. Yeah, he's uh, not the. He's not white. I should say. You know what I mean? Like, not he's, white trash. He's he's white that was raised by. Like he was almost raised by wolves type shit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but um. Anyways, um. What were we talking about? White girls. Don't go around white girls. 
Yeah, and that's uh, and I, I know there's white girls who are probably like, eh, 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 but most white girls end up with a white dude. You can date black people, you can date brown mm-hmm. people, but you see them later on in life. You have after like a, seeing this movie. You see a, a a colored dude with a white girl. You're like, well, hey man, like, hold hey, on, you good? man, you good? You're like, just... hey dude, what's the family like? And I actually talked <laughs> to black dudes after that, and they were like, yeah, her family don't fuck with me. I'm like, that's wild, G. Like, I don't understand how you could like be okay with that. Yeah, because like it would, it would be different if it was like black people and like a brown family, but if it was like black people against a white family or a white family against a black person, like that's like. I feel like black and brown families, when if the, when that does happen, is almost more not detrimental, but it's almost like more of a like a uh, like because you got that's a real culture class. Especially a here. white person can like meld in. They either can meld into or literally don't have to assimilate at all. It's right. just like mm-hmm. yeah, I just do no this. Thought, there's no thought to assimilate or to meld or to like you know mesh with the family. They're just like I'm here, bro. <laughs> you want me or no? Because mm-hmm. I can fucking do because it. Because that's like, because then black and brown families have very strong personalities. Yeah. Yes. It's oh, very fuck. like, it's very, very intimidating for the brown side. For, it's, for both. It's like, even when you go black and black and brown and brown, you're still nervous to go to somebody else's family's house because mm-hmm. you have no idea of what level of nigga them they're on. <laughs> Let me just say it. <laughs> You, because yeah. there's levels of niggerdom, and that yeah. goes for black, brown, mm-hmm. Asian, whoever. Because there's hood Asian people you don't know too. What to expect? You don't know what to you. You kind because then sometimes you get like caught off guard when you get with a black mm-hmm. or brown person. You're like, oh, you kind of and I love present how, this way. And I love how with Get Out it translated to every race dating a white girl <laughs> because that's just how it is. Like, yeah, it's literally it's, it's, it's not really, about. I mean, obviously, it is about the black experience with particularly Get Out, but like with white girls, is like it's all it's like everybody against white people. It's not like black people against white. It's everybody against white. Well, somebody said within the past, like probably since twenty twelve, twenty thirteen, white people have never, ever, ever been told you're a race, like you're a group of people. Mm-hmm. It's only been like the past 15 years where they start feeling like that. Oh, why are you putting me with that guy? Like, yeah, man, this is what the fuck happens to us too. Mm-hmm. I had a dude ask me, I know about rims and hats and stuff. And I was like, dude, I'm from DC. I don't fucking know. I don't even drive a car. I don't have a <laughs> license. Why? I was like, I don't even like working on cars. Like mm-hmm. I don't, fuck with cars at all like yeah. i could give two shits i'll drive a fucking prius right now i'm actually looking for one so i could give two shits about cars mm-hmm. but it's just things like that or going to somebody mexican you're like hey man where's the best like taco spot around here and it's like what if the dude doesn't like fucking tacos mm-hmm. asshole like I really fuck with tacos that heavy to be honest like i like tacos but like there's way better mexican i'll, fu- I'll fuck up some cheeseburgers don't get me wrong i fucking love tacos it depends though but I love tacos, but there's way better Mexican now foods. Now I got to be in the mood. Like, it can't just be, oh, tacos, bet. I'll be like, oh, come on. Like, can we get something else? That's only because you live here. I think if I lived here another three years, I will <laughs> probably feel that way. But right now, somebody said, yo, bro, we got tacos. I'm like, yeah, let's go. <laughs> All right, on to uh, favorite uh, scene. Your uh, most, your 
favorite scene to to watch or your most memorable memorable scene? Yeah, that's a really difficult memorable scene. Let me say, like let if me it say, was, like it says, like if you were uh, if it was on TV, what scene would you stick watch, around to see? Watching it, even like clips and stuff. Um, yeah. And she's like, yeah, yeah, she's, though, that, that scene with the maid, yeah, the, with the charger, the phone charger, Mm -hmm. and she's like, no, 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 and she starts crying, you're like, oh, shit, like, that, that's how it was for me, too, Mm -hmm. where it's like, Oh, like something is something wrong. Is something is off here. You knew it from the beginning, yeah. but you're like, okay, now we're really it's really off now. Yeah. Like something is like my I think this scene that I remember vividly is that, when she's putting him in the sunken place for the first time. Mm-hmm. And he's like he's That's like, very, No, wait, 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 wait. And he yeah. says, Wait. And I always tried to figure out I was like, why did he say wait? Like, what did he know? Mm-hmm. About he, what she was doing. It was because I. This is what I think. It was because he was saying wait because he was bringing. She was bringing up these feelings of his his mom passing mm-hmm. away, and so he. But he didn't want to like bring it up basically because he said he didn't want to talk about it. But then the more like they started going into it slowly, it, it was kind of like she zoomed in. Mm-hmm. Like like they started off slow and then went really fast into his memory mm-hmm. you know of of his dead mom so i feel like he just wasn't mentally prepared to like go into that you know that teacup is such a pivotal sound in that even, movie even me rewatching it i thought i was going to be hypnotized hearing that same mm-hmm. exact sound cuz you can tell the adr on that yes is crazy they they made that sound so prominent right it was sharp yeah very like, you can hear every. It was like fucking ASMR. Yes, you can hear every movement of that mm-hmm. spoon inside. And of even the cup. in that scene, the you can tell. That's why I, I wish you guys fucking rewatched it. But like, what you can tell, um, the chemistry between the lady and and the guy oh, when yeah. they when they're going back and forth talking about his dead mom and and how she does hypnosis or quitting cigarettes and and ever just them going back and forth and back and forth. You're like, holy shit! Like mm-hmm. as a performance, you're like, they're going. Yeah. I mean, she was a good, she's a good actress. Mm-hmm, yeah, she's sure. always been a good. She's the one from. I have never seen her. I've seen her in serious. Yeah, she's, she's in, in like being John funnier. Yeah, like funnier yeah, movies, like yeah. funny toned. Mm-hmm. This is my first movie I saw. Where I was like, oh, this shorty can't. She, she act like that's that's they everybody I was about in to that say, movie like, can act before the sunken like the actual sunken place happening like that conversation they're having that's one of my favorite i think and i think most of those actors in that movie have rarely ever played in like darker tone i know mr armitage has he's played like more serious roles but even still inside of those movies he's like mm-hmm. the slapsticky like smart assy i think the only person that was in darker roles was uh the son caleb Lindsay yeah jones everybody else is really known for like lighter tone even art uh what's her name the girl armitage rose. the daughter rose she's been in more like funny yeah, movies she, yeah and she's a like we said, everybody's a great actress. I think. Actor. Do you think he did that on purpose because he knows that he's known for comedy? Those people are known for like lighter roles. Yeah, like I'm sure he got Catherine Keener straight from like his rep in comedy. Yeah, like had for, to have known her or some shit like mm-hmm. that. I want to say Mad TV 
is where he got her from. Not her on Mad TV, yeah. but I'm I'm sure she had who was on it was it. like writing or something yeah. like that. But anyways, uh, I I, I want to skip to what's Cat- your favorite What's your favorite scene though? My favorite scene, most memorable. I love the uh, the scene with the brother talking back and f- like about the sports. I love the conversation where he's like of how uncomfortable he makes you. I love the the feeling. This movie, let me. T- I think the reason why this movie that's I why didn't it's so have good. To, I didn't have to rewatch this movie because it was so. I can literally point to a time in my life where I felt each of those feelings. Yeah, literally, oh, and-, and and my interaction with I met a UFC dude like that. Where you're like. Oh, you want to fight me just because I'm black? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. you just want to prove your toughness yeah. for mm-hmm. some reason? And you think I'm the epitome of tough? And that's what he was saying. He, yeah. was, he was like, if you really trained hard, and if you really pushed your body to the limits, you would be a fucking beast. And, and you know how many times even, I've heard that? Even him saying the word beast, I was like, oh, shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was You'd be like, an animal. Yeah, with him, what, it would go out and be like, oh, how tall are you? Oh. Like, go you play basketball? Yeah. Like... You ever thought about doing UFC? Your arms are real long, man. I'm like, dude, I hate fighting. Mm-hmm. Can't stand it. Like people saying freak of nature. People mm, saying. Yes. That's why people. They like, size you up. Like a lot of people. That's why for me, like watching the playoffs, like they shouldn't call Giannis the Greek freak. Like Mm-mm. that's. I don't think that that should be a thing anymore, to be honest. And it's like he's only Greek because he's lives in Greece, but he's not Greek. He's fucking Nigerian. Like let's just be well, honest here. He grew here. up in 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 Greece and yeah, speaks he grew, but Greek. They, and that's he's he grew, he's Greek nationally, nationally. So but that's why they you call know him. who claims him? Because not ethnically. Like if someone was born, if someone was born in Korea and they moved to like that movie Blue Bayou. Like if someone was born in Korea and they moved to Louisiana, Baton Rouge when they're three. They're from Baton Rouge. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, obviously, they're Korean, and, you know, obviously, they are Korean, but it's like, if you're, it's your environment. It's, uh, what's that? Nurture versus nature. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I am American. Yeah, it's like, look how I talk. Look how I, you know what I mean? So that's why, like, he is Greek. Like, I get what you're saying. Yeah. Like, at his his core. But if you, he's going back to, going going back to free, the beast would get out. Oh, my God. Um, he, just that conversation, I really love. First of all, Caleb Landry Jones, his character in general, or his acting in general, his performance, amazing. And um, also, uh, the end, when everybody, at least like watching it in theaters, I, I will never, ever, ever forget this, of how the genius of Jordan Peele, when... Uh, the main guy Chris is choking out Rose Mm -hmm. and you see the police lights flash Mm -hmm. everybody in the theater was like fuck Mm -hmm. I was going to say that's my most memorable I thought that was going to be a cop out because that the genius of that like and he gives you like five to ten seconds of that feeling Mm -hmm. Of like, you're like up oh, here it goes, and and you see Rose start saying "help me," and you're like, oh, like you white girl, you white girling right now, and you're you just white like, girling right now, and because everybody in the theater knows exactly what's gonna happen if that's the cops. And then it was like he just went through all this shit 
and now this is gonna happen. Like that's because he part. burned all the evidence yeah. down. Mm-hmm. There's nothing he. They're gonna be like. There's nothing against the family. Yeah, you it's, shot her. Mm-hmm. The fou- the house is burning down. It's gonna look like. You just set uh, this whole mm-hmm. entire family on and fire. And he has fingerprints on her throat yeah. and everything. That's why the the alternate ending is actually the original ending. Yeah. And the, the reason why he didn't put it out is because of the climate we were in and yeah. still in. Mm-hmm. But the reason why he didn't put it put it that way is because it was way too... Even if that was the real it's, ending... It's almost too easy of an ending. I guess. But even if he did choose that, that's like that would make the movie. It would have made you say, "Yeah, that makes sense." Every everybody knew. I don't want to say makes sense. Oh, I don't know if he would have got no, arrested. No, no, like, I, I, I don't like, think. Yeah. I, I don't want people to say like obviously, yeah, because it's realistic. Yeah. All, everything about it was realistic. But I'm talking about filmmaking wise, of like choosing that ending of giving people that feeling of like how sad that is. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like I've, the horror movie that was his whole like kind of that's like his, his whole point. yeah. Like, of not giving you the good ending that we got. Right. But it going all the way out another hour and a half later yeah. to a real life horror movie. Like mm-hmm. literally I'm trying to like save myself from this mm-hmm. crazy ass white bitch. Yeah. And these motherfuckers mm-hmm. are gonna arrest me. I'm going to jump yeah. That's real another life. memorable scene. Scary movie. The pictures when he's flipping through the pictures, mm-hmm. then he that's sees another the part maid in the and theater. The, the groundskeeper, yeah. and he's like, "What the?" That's fuck? a that's another part in the theater mm-hmm. where where he goes through the pictures. And everybody was like, "Oh shit!" There was somebody in the theater. that actually said, "Oh shit!" <laughs> there was somebody in the theater. I was sitting because I was there alone, and there was like some people like below me, like two rows uh, ahead of me, <laughs> and I wanted to laugh, but it was the movie was so crazy, but yeah. like. It's just funny to think about, but like when he went in that little attic room, whatever, he went through the. When you see the first black person, you're like, "Oh shit!" And you're like, "Oh nah!" And so, and that's when you're like, "Oh this." Because you saw Lakeith Stanfield in there too. You you're saw like, the, any, and that the last picture you saw the girl. You're mm-hmm. like, "Oh this bitch is fucking." She even out here playing both sides for it. That's wild. Yeah, she be out here recruiting. Right. She's the worst one out of the entire family. She was the craziest. And then when, no, crazy. She's just talking. She's like, Oh no, he didn't make it back. And straight face the whole time. And I was like, This bitch is. No, you know how you knew she was crazy? Is that she was eating Fruit Loops and then drinking the milk milk, afterwards. Literally separating color and white and doing them separately. But uh, that part, everybody was like, That bitch is crazy just for. Because that shit is insane. Eating cereal and milk separately? Ugh. You're a psychopath, lady. Yeah. What is wrong with you? And that the little, the, I, all those little things he kept doing throughout the movie, and, like the and picking also cotton, the picking cotton to save his life, mm-hmm. crazy. Like because there's people who had to pick cotton to save their lives, and like the little motifs of uh, it, it's insane. Like the like I said, the layers he has on this film mm-hmm. with with the deer. About him, with like at first when they hit the deer, and then when they hit it, he's he's the only one worried. Mm-hmm. The white girl don't give a fuck about this deer. Mm-hmm. Not a goddamn. She's just like, let's go, man. Like, come on. And then even when the the cop asks for the ID, she doesn't want the cop to see the ID, so there's no fucking trace of him being out here. Right. You I'll, all that stuff you didn't know till 
not even after the movie. You had to rewatch. You had to the rewatch movie. it and you'd be like, oh, this from the very beginning, this bitch was trying to get out there to the fucking That was he, he took you him. off. Yeah, yeah, he took you off. They took you off the scent of her being racist by and having the overt racism yeah. of the cop. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Being like, What you doing around here? Mm-hmm. Who are you? But then you realize like, oh, their family that's another part of the movie I think people don't talk about is how old racism is. There's families in this country right now yeah. whose families directly benefited from slavery mm-hmm. who are still rich, right? They're not Rothschilds and stuff like that, but there's still like millionaires in the South who are like, yeah, why are you, why are you, you like, ever, how are you I've rich? Met nobody people knows. Who you're just like, why are you rich? You're like, oh, my dad just does this, and you're like, yeah, you're not telling me something. <laughs> like something's off about how well off. I met a lot of people in the military like that. It's like you're really well off for no reason. Like your dad. Mm. Oh, I actually just have does like this random business on the side. Like, get the fuck this out of here. This whole time I've had notes and I didn't look at them this whole time. But, um, yeah, I was talking about seeing it in theaters. The, the And this movie, Jordan Peele, talking about the Oscars, got nominated for an Oscar. Jordan Peele was uh, the fifth black director in Oscar history to be directed or to be nominated for best director. Mm-hmm. I don't know the other four. I know John Singleton, Ryan Coogler? No. Um, John Singleton. It might have been. Was Fruitvale Station? I'm pretty sure Fruitvale Station got some nods. But but for best director, I don't. I'm not sure. It should have. But yeah. But I was. I was. Let's talk about Ryan Coogler later. Can yeah. we? So towards the end of the episode. But uh, which we got to do him. Of course. Late soon. I was thinking about Black Panther today. Because somebody said, uh, not to go off topic, but somebody said, uh, now that the hype has essentially started to like fall off, they're like, mm-hmm. Black Panther wasn't that good of a movie. And there's a part of me that like kind of well, understands it's a Marvel what there's... movie. Yeah, I'm like, I understand what y'all what are you saying, want? but I'm like, first, everybody knows an origin Marvel movie story is always the worst out of the entire yeah. whatever their like series Thor, is. The first Thor, not that, not that good. The second one was worse than the first one. And then the third one, everybody loves. Yeah. Captain America, the first one, is like... I kind of fucked with it, but I get how it's boring. Yeah. It's a slow... Steve McQueen. Steve McQueen, for sure. Uh, Barry Jenkins. For Moonlight. Jordan Peele. Jordan Peele. Spike, Spike Lee. Lee. Spike Lee, of course. Oh, but before Jordan Peele, because Spike Lee was first directed for Black Klansman, which came after Get Out. Yeah. So before Jordan Peele... Was what, Barry Jenkins for Moonlight. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then John Singleton for Okay. Yeah. Directors. Which is that's history, you know. Mm-hmm. And and just the fact that Get Out was, you know, out there on that I stage. Think everybody even white people like that movie because they got mad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like what are you trying and, and to say? It's about also, me? And that's why I said like I say this all the time, like not adding those layers that everyone knows. And can see like where, especially with Get Out, it's fucking obvious that it's there. But as a film, Get Out is insanely fucking good. As Great a de- shot, as a debut film, and like costume design, I, mm-hmm. I, I don't think it was nominated, but it was the the precision of all the costumes. Oh yeah, when they talk about Lakeith Stanfield and like his outfit and stuff, like what he was wearing, mm-hmm. and how little Rob was like, "Look what the fuck he's wearing!" And when the when they're at like, the age. when they're at the uh, party. 
uh, he's wearing the blue jacket mm-hmm. and Rose is wearing the red striped shirt and everybody else is wearing black. Mm-hmm. I just thought that was like perfect. Like they're like they just that's why I said the amount of layers to this movie. Mm-hmm. You, that's you pick up something every, every single, single time. time. And so uh, also also with the deer. The deer was something I didn't the, notice the, until like the fourth time I watched mm, the movie. I, I think I caught I sensed something the on the first watch. Camera, camera, camera. Camera. I sensed something on the first watch, but it wasn't until like the second or third time where I really like figured some stuff out. Mm-hmm. About obviously with his mother, you know, what doing nothing, you know, when his mother died. And then doing nothing when he saw the deer die. But also, when the dad was... When they first arrived at the house, the dad was just like, oh, you kill, you hit a deer. Oh, that's one gone. 100,000 more to go. Like, that whole, like, weird, off-putting... I like the... Uh, how he collected artifacts and how that kind of showed... That's what they... That was, like, from Atlanta. <laughs> like, they do that exactly. Yeah. They do do that. I'm like... You think about Greece and Rome and And, and he was saying it's such a... He literally, like, from the movie, it, like, verbatim, he's like, it's such a privilege experiencing other people's cultures. Mm-hmm. And you hear that at the beginning of the movie, and the second time around you hear that, mm-hmm. you're like, oh, shit, he wasn't playing. Like, he's yeah. literally experiencing other people's cultures, yes. like, firsthand. And but um, and then also the symbolism of the the shot of him strapped to the chair, and you see the deer on the mantle. Mm-hmm. Am I too far for that? No. Okay. Well, the deer on the mantle on the back where you see these white people have trophies. Like, yes. they view the, the connection between black people or colored people and uh, deer mm-hmm. is that it's, like, not even human. It's right. inhumane, literally. Kills the fucking dad with literally, the like, using that against him. Like, like, his hate for black... The dad's hate for black people or the hate for deer, mm-hmm. it, uh, he gets killed because of that. Yes, because of him killing a deer and mounting it, Chris gets the the deer and fucking stabs him in the throat with the antlers, and just that little motif, like alone, mm-hmm. makes the film great. But yeah, the deer and by the way, this movie—that's what I had in my notes. This movie was shot in twenty-three days, which wasn't that bad because it's all in one place. Yeah, I might just say I was like, it's pretty. That but that's still sense. quick as fuck. Yeah. Twenty-three days. That means there's some great acting going on. That means like oh we got like two or three takes every scene mm-hmm. like I wanted you to say like hey, and, man, there, and there's not a lot of people inner white and they're like oh, okay cool man I bet the longest shooting days were at the the reunion the silent auction mm-hmm. scene I I, th- I figured your longest that's shots people. would be uh, the fire maybe that too because that takes a that's a very big safety thing so mm-hmm. there's a lot of setup making sure you're, that yeah, you don't I think, actually I think burn like the silent auction scene where everybody's at the house. I feel like that might have taken long, but still, twenty three days. Mm-hmm. Like like the amount of precision they have in this movie, you would think it's like forty to fifty. A lot of steel shots too, for sure. And and also the what I picked up recently watching is at the beginning when he's shaving, and he has the white shaving cream over his like covering the, his black face, mm-hmm. and I'm like that right there alone, like having. White on the outside and under it is when, black. When Lil Rel texted him, he was like, "You dead." <laughs> Lil Rel as the comic relief, genius. No one, no one. Because that that happened in Atlanta too. Atlanta takes a lot of cues from Get Out. 
Mm-hmm. Because that the Teddy Perkins episode, that's what he did. My favorite like, episode. Hey, you did. My favorite episode. I watched that shit back to back the other day. I rewound it and watched it again. That's my that's my favorite episode. And he was like, oh, my, my boy's missing. She's like, oh, your son? He's like, no. No, 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 my friend. My friend. <laughs> <laughs> like, that whole scene, that's another like, great wife. scene. <laughs> and so... She's like, oh, okay, tell me more. Yeah, yeah, and she's like, let me bring in these people. <laughs> right. But... But that shit uh, with with uh, let's uh, let's talk about that like, shit when she I'm sorry she's white oh, okay exactly. yeah. <laughs> but, but with with recasting let's I want to state the purpose of this section or category mm-hmm, mm-hmm. is that it's not that we think this should happen it's hypothetical this is where you're supposed to be open minded to like other people obviously. Right. This movie is great with everybody in it. Everybody killed. Yes. But what I came up with, just hypothetical for fun, was I think it would have been cool to see Keegan-Michael Key as Lakeith Stanfield's character. That would be cool. I'm not saying it should happen because Lakeith Stanfield is a great actor. And yeah, because he, he's, he's, that he's that question right there. Yeah, yeah, a small yeah, yeah, yeah. part but killed it. That's Lakeith Stanfield all Lakeith day. Lakeith Stanfield had maybe three minutes. Because the very beginning of the movie and then him seeing him, you seeing him again and how he... Polar opposite. Right. And then he took his picture and then he just was like... Yeah, and, and honestly, because that's the first time I seen Lakeith Stanfield like act, like in a movie. Oh, okay, okay. And so, like... Or not the first time, but you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. that's his first acting. Because in, in, in Dope, it was more like, play. it was a playful movie, you know? But he was the same character in Dope that he was at the beginning of the movie. Everything is the same outfit, mm-hmm. like the red and black. I wonder, was that a nod, too? Because that was kind of like a hunting jacket. Mm-hmm. Like, they were going hunting for him, and he just mm-hmm. kidnaps him inside the car. And the whole, the way that movie starts, yeah. it's very weird. How like he pulls up in a in an old Porsche wearing night armor. The night armor thing, I still don't. It was like a conqueror thing. I like, don't know, but it looked just the feeling it gave you was very. That's what I liked about it was just it, like the the fact that it just leaves you questioning, like what the fuck, like he's one of that's one of those movies where he even says like people make connections that I never made in the movie, but that's pretty. I think the donut scene he said was something he never. It's either the donut or the cereal scene. He was just like, I think it was a cereal scene where he said, I didn't mean for it to mean anything like that. Yeah. yeah I thought it was just weird that she was eating the cereal separate, but. Yeah, he the was separating like, of the color. Yeah, he was life. like, but I never saw that. That's pretty cool that people noticed that. Like, mm-hmm. I'm like I mean, oh, that's shit. like part of the genius of, of him. Yeah. Like, of his just his instinct. It's almost as if it was subconscious for him to, like, do some of these yeah. things. Like, hey, costume design, make these guys wear all black. Like, yeah. It just looks cool. Kind of like a funeral almost. Yeah. Like you're the literally death of, like the death of this black man. Like that's what y'all are betting on. And and the like the beginning, the feeling I got of like the weird like like vaudeville like song playing out of the mm-hmm. where it's like this old fifties and and uh I don't know, it was just a weird like it was a great opening scene. And but like I was saying, like he's st- or Keegan Michael Key I was honestly surprised not to see him in either Us or Get Out because mm-hmm. obviously they're best friends. But I would the only way because I was thinking about why wasn't he in? But I was trying to make like a recasting hypothetical of like who would he be? And I guess the part I could really see him in is Lakeith Stanfield's part. 
of him snapping, you know, when the flash, mm-hmm. I could really see him getting serious and being like, get out and shit like that. I, I can see Keegan Michael Keegan. I can see him being one of the priors. Like somebody took his body over. Mm-hmm. Like he might be one of oh, those yeah, people. Yeah, yeah. Like he's one of the previous people that they've taken over, like the groundskeeper. Oh. I can see him playing one of those parts really well. Yeah. Like, maybe he was him and Lakeith Stanfield and caused more of a ruckus or something like mm-hmm. that. Because the get out, when he said get out, I love when people say titles of the movie in the movie. I think that's corny. I love it. I'm like, yes. I don't know why. It's just be like, I don't know, man. That was just so satisfying. For me, that, for me that's so eye-rolling. I'm like, yeah. oh. That's why I love it. It's like, yes. Make people roll their eyes. I know <laughs> they hate it. But, but I think Keegan-Michael Key, that's the only recasting I really came up with. As uh, as Lakeith Stanfield's part, uh, I forgot his name in the movie, but uh, Andre, uh, something Hayworth. Yep, I knew it. But anyways, Keegan Michael Key has that. That's what I came up with. What anything from you guys? I couldn't think. Of, I'm trying to think of any other casting that put Daniel Kaluuya on the map with that movie. Yeah, I mean that, but that's what I mean. Everybody killed it. Like it's okay to change. This is fucking hypothetical. Yeah, but it's like when it's, they're that good, it's hard to think of anybody who would do it just mm-hmm. as good or even better. Mm-hmm. Uh, because even she was crazy in that movie. It made her kind of attractive. Was the white girl? I was like, yeah, she was fine. Yeah, I was like, damn, you're kind of cute, you crazy white girl. Yeah. I was like. <laughs> I think that was another thing, too. It was yeah. like, damn, white and black dudes, we be attracted <laughs> to them crazy white women for some reason. I don't know what the fuck it is. Yeah, because I was thinking I think, about uh, her. I was like, who else would be a good, not replacement, but an alternative to yeah. her? And honestly, that goes into me just being like, you know, I don't know them by name. I would never know <laughs> what this bitch's name was. Mm-hmm. In real life. In real life. <laughs> I think, um, fuck, I forgot... I'm blanking on his name. Big Lebowski. Not uh John Goodman. John Goodman as the blind guy, art gallery guy. Yes. That would be great. Yeah. He could have been a fucking dad. Mm-hmm. He been mm, maybe. Having an imposing But he's he just put I on... just see uh uh the guy who actually played the dad as a smaller guy because John Goodman's a big have guy. Have you that's what I was just about to say. Have you ever seen Oh Brother Where Art Thou? Uh not in a while. He is a uh, camera, camera, camera. What's going on? Car full. 16 gigs. 210? Hour 10. Oh, hour 10. Fuck it? Yeah. Fuck it. All right, fuck it. Uh, people, John people, oh, cameras out. Uh, <laughs> but John Goodman in Brother Where Art Thou, he plays a traveling Bible salesman who's a conman but he has this southern accent and mm-hmm. i think that would have been perfect to have yeah. this like bigger and impo- bigger imposing white dude because mm-hmm. that's kind of what i there was no like imposing white dudes and but those, that wasn't the point though it was supposed to be like liberal racism like not you know like you said antebellum it wasn't antebellum racism, yeah exactly was- but there's still those like there's still those uh, It was supposed to be like undertones undertones of racism. There's still those physically imposing white dudes where they're more of like a maybe if the of the brother was that or something like that. Mm-hmm. Like that big country I just like, think dang, like that, that was the whole point of, the whole point of the movie is that they weren't being aggressively racist. You know what I mean? They were being like Well even in the, even in Bro Brother, he wasn't aggressive. He was still No no very, I'm talking like, about like like you saying 
him and and get out. Yeah, I mean, it still would have been nice to have like. I think he's just another too big. physically he's, he's imposing. Too, I think he's too imposing to be a, a you know an underlying racist. You know what I mean? Like if he were to be a racist, he's an over the top racist. There's those white. There's those people where you're like. I think John Goodman could have played a good part where it's you're very intelligent like the dad was, mm-hmm. but there's still a part of you that's like, I don't think I could take you in a fight. Like, mm-hmm. I feel like that should have been more of a, maybe a physical challenge throughout the movie when he was trying to get out. Because the brother, the, throughout the movie, I was like, I would beat that dude's ass, mm-hmm. that skinny, wispy little fucking mm-hmm. weirdo. Like, I will beat the shit out of you. But can you imagine him trying to get the fuck out from, like, John Goodman? Mm-hmm. You're like, holy shit, dude. Like, mm-hmm. John Goodman's the doctor, and you have to, like, stab him with a goddamn deer head mm-hmm. or some shit like that. Like, mm-hmm. that you'd be like, oh, shit, he got to go through John Goodman. That's kind of like a boss fight or some shit yeah. like that. That's the only reason why I would say John Goodman. Because everybody else, I'm just going to say it, most black and brown people think, but I think that's why they white people I up. think that's why they did that, though. Like, no one's going to be like, oh, he can't beat the shit out of John Goodman. Like, I feel like that, that would <laughs> yeah. be a problem. I feel like that would be great. I'd be like, fuck yeah, beat that motherfucker's ass. Because, like, you had to really, Because like... he didn't even beat up the dad for real. He's fucking stabbed him in yeah, the throat. <laughs> exactly. And that also would have made more sense with John Goodman. Like, yeah, you're going to have to kill that motherfucker, mm-hmm. like... Straight off the bat, because you can't beat him. Mm-hmm. Going I, but I think toe. John Goodman as the the blind guy would have been dope. Yeah, that would have been good. I was thinking of Gerard Carmichael as Lakeith Stanfield's character. Yeah, or Gerard Carmichael as Daniel Kaluuya. No, that would be interesting to see. Or Gerard Carmichael as Little Ralph's character. Yes. Yeah. That's better. Gerard he, Carmichael. He doesn't has, have the acting range to be Daniel Kaluuya. I think he could be that's true. Enough, but I, think Little I don't want to say that's true, but I get what you're saying. Yeah, he doesn't have the range. He's a greater. He's a better director. Yeah, sorry. His, his tone is more comedic. Yeah. Than like Gerard is like very kind of monotone, but it's like sarcastic, funny. Mm-hmm. But like Little Rel, his voice, like just his tone of voice is funny. So like he could just be like. He can say anything. Yeah. He's yeah. like me. Like, when I, like you be like, oh, it's the way you say stuff yeah. that makes people laugh. Also Nate is like Gerard Carmichael. Where it's <laughs> like, it's, what you said is funny. Like, but it's, it's what I said was funny, yeah. but how I said makes it go over your head. Yeah. Because you're like, you being an asshole? Like, that's Gerard Carmichael. He definitely could have gotten <laughs> away with hilarious. the white girl, like, sarcastic you remarks. You guys literally made a parallel between me and Rob and... Like That's really true. it. It's like I have that kind of like uh, like when I get like hype, I get kind of <laughs> yeah. high pitched. Like, like last episode, yeah, exactly. <laughs> that shit was hilarious last episode. <laughs> I was listening to it. I was like, I was cracking up in the middle of Target, fucking bagging on my shit. <laughs> but um, who else? Sigourney Weaver. She could be in any movie. She could. She could have. She could have killed. She definitely could have been the, the mom. I, I, let's try that. Let's make that a category. Would this movie be better with Sigourney Weaver? The, the answer is always yes. <laughs> because yes, it is. Can she still get it? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, it was like the, on the, or the mom from um, The Conjuring. Ooh. That's pretty good. That's a good one, babe. That's I a think good she looks one. too young. She's so she's creepy. So, she's creepy enough, but she's like, like sweet, like that. Yeah. Even when she was nailed, she's very the luring. She, she's very yeah, luring. Yeah, they're like they just. Fit. She's like yeah, like not adorable, but like people just seem to fall in love with her in movies. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, like oh, I'm gonna fuck 
Yeah, it's mm-hmm. like, damn, bitch, what's wrong with you? Like, but she's never the bad guy. Right. That's the only. She just gets wrapped up inside the shit. She's mm-hmm. never the bad guy. She just gets caught up in the shit. That's mm-hmm. not her and fault. And also, just a little nitpick from the movie, the mom kind of died pretty fucking easily. Compared to the rest of the... She can't fight. That's why. No, the, compared to the dad, the brother, and the daughter. Yeah. She kind of went out like that. Good. You know, like, she didn't. he didn't even do shit like to her. He kind of just pushed her to the ground. I think... He kind of pushed think, her to the ground and was dead. I think like, his the best part about that was... He was tired fighting the dad, but he was sick of the shit when he got to her. When he got to her, it was like almost like her hypnotism backfired. Because he was like he snapped. Yeah, because what he did was he went straight. He because he got out of the chair, beat the shit out of the out of the the brother. Which how the fuck is he not dead? Yeah, that part threw me off. A bocce ball straight to the fucking head like four times. Easily. Yeah, like fucking. He shouldn't even been able to see. Honestly, he should have been like, like how did he get down the stairs and still able to fight? Concussion instantaneously, and just like the fucking chick, the mom from Parasite. That's what should have happened to him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That wasn't the mom. That was the brother. Not the mom. The uh, not not that mom. The wife of the dude from the basement. Yeah. Remember she got, remember she, remember he kicked her down the steps and she had the fucking concussion. I forgot about that. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That part. Oh, shit. She she died later on, remember? You just triggered that sound of the head hitting the concrete. Ugh. All right. Do, 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 do. The sister would just like, bow. That's fucking crazy. All right. (laughs) Um... Yeah, so we went from the brother knocking the fuck out of the brother, uh, stabbing the fucking dad right away. He fucking bleeding out. Then goes to the mom, and the mom has the knife and and just kind of stabs the mom in the stomach, and she falls down. That's it. No, remember he gets stabbed in the hand. He, yeah, he gets stabbed in the hand, and then fucking... that's pretty. Uh, I would venture to say that's higher than the last two. It's like you were pissed with the you were like in survival mode. With the brother. with the brother, the dad, you were just like, Real I'm key. getting, I gotta get out Boom. of here. But then the mom, you were like, he was fucking bitch. angry. That was all adrenaline. I that feel like was because he, he was just like he the look in his shit. eye. He was just like, he was like, I don't I'm give done. a fuck. He's like, I'm done with you. That to me, that's like what, she didn't die easy. He didn't. She didn't die easily. He was just like, I'm. There's nothing that's gonna stop me from fucking killing mm-hmm. this entire family right now. Mm-hmm. I'm going to. He could have just, I just left. Think, I, I just think in the as cinematically speaking, yeah, she died very yes, fucking easy she, compared she compared I bet to. She might have been parts cut out of it, maybe because she because they needed a lot of space. Even the daughter survived rose. a lot of shit. Yeah, you had to leave a lot of space for the rose, the rose, fucking battle. You had to. They gave a lot. The of brother space. battle lasted a while, which was a smart battle, but yeah. still with the beginning of him having a should be having a fucking concussion but but anyways that was just my little nitpick but it's whatever great fucking movie definitely should have had a concussion still always thought that but uh especially when he's choking when he's choking her and she still goes back to the crazy bitch face where she's just staring at and him and she starts like, smiling like I like the part where every person was like oh she still won yeah like there was a even before the light showed up, she knew she yeah. She starts still. smiling and she starts saying like, "Oh, I still, uh, you're the best one" or some mm-hmm. shit like that. Mm-hmm. I was like, "This bitch is really still she trying." Is still going for like fucking house burning in the fucking <laughs> background, like bitch. What? 
You're no, crazy. the the whole get the whole get him grandpa yeah. thing. Yeah, that shit. I was like, no. The grandma's like my fucking house. I'm like, what is? Mm-hmm. That and that's where the reveal was like, grandpa, grandma. It's, that's the part where you find out that it's them. That's the fucked up. Part and then on the, and like, then on the second watch, you find out. Then you remember the Jesse Owens, and then you mm-hmm. remember him running. You remember like, the crying. You remember all of that. You're mm-hmm. like, that's the person inside of them. Mm-hmm. Like, oh man, it would have been nice to have like a scene where you see them floating in their sunken place, or like mm-hmm. maybe where you see like a part of their therapy or something like that. Yeah. Like, like how they went went mm-hmm, under. Mm-hmm. Who? How did he even get Lakeith Stanfield? You kidnapped him. You didn't bring him there. You kidnapped him. Yeah, so you, you started hit- right up from the jump. So yeah. how did you hypnotize him and get him mm-hmm. to the point where he was? But I will say genius horror movie. As a horror movie, yeah. great. The yeah. the concept of literally the brain oper the surgery, the neurologist, the, the dad neurologist, the mom psychologist, you know what I mean? The no, this was a generational psych. Yeah. These were generational psychos. Mm-hmm. Like you have the the family commercial of the right. granddad. Exactly, I was just saying say that right now. The family fucking commercial of the welcome that, to the yeah. coagula. That was insane. That's like just this is cultish feel to yeah, it. Yeah, that, that shit. Like the feeling that gives you're like, oh fuck, this shit is real. Like y'all been doing this for like this isn't this isn't the first time you guys did. This. You've been working on this since before you could even do brain surgery like that. Yeah, he that's what he said. Like we perfected it now. Before mm-hmm. we've been trying and trying, mm-hmm. and now it's like perfecting. It's like you just been thinking like about you perfected this. this. Not like, just that, but all the people that have died to perfect. Yes. Mm-hmm. The trial uh, and error. You brought up another point that I never thought of was the amount of people, black people, that have died in the the pursuit of medical treatments. Those stories about people like not giving black people anesthesia mm-hmm. because they're like, yeah, they don't feel pain. And it's like, what kind of person in their right mind that's says crazy. like, yeah, that's true. <laughs> but that has been passed down to this day. Yeah. To like the subconscious are, yeah. to this day, people are like, "No, they're fine." Like that video, you that's how you get George Floyd. That's how you get the dude on the train who got fucking eight people. That's how you get eight people on one black dude. You're like Jesus Christ, man! Why yeah, you gotta shit's... like? You gotta y'all just you just beat the shit out of him. You saw that one video of the cop in South Carolina just. You're just four cops on him, and they're just punching him in the ribs. I, I don't know how those people... I would bite somebody. I'm like, okay, if we're going to do this. I'm just going to... We're just going to do this. Right. I'm going to bite you. Of, like, postpartum deaths with women in childbirth, mm-hmm. women of color in childbirth, because they're like, oh, no, you're fine. Like, bitch, I'm bleeding out. <laughs> they think you're being... They think you're being extra. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, or just... Or just... And then, just, like, how that... Just people... Communities of colors, like... When you got your blood work done and you had a trace amount of THC and they took away all of your services. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, this is what y'all do to people? Like, there's somebody, if this was like, if she was on heroin or something, you would do the same thing. Like, oh, we're just going to take away all the help from you. Mm-hmm. Like, this, so then you just start some kid's life out mm-hmm. fucked up. Mm-hmm. We're not going to, they were like, yeah, we're not going to help you breastfeed. We're not going to give you formula. It's like, Jesus Christ, because she had trace amounts of THC. Imagine if she uh, actually was on you, drugs. I remember you telling me that. There yeah, because I was about to walk in there. Girls on drugs, like across the hall. That's the lady was like, 
I have someone that is literally like. She's like, I had to come up here heroin. anyway because somebody up here is on heroin withdrawal and their baby is strung out. And I'm like, so they took their stuff too. They're like, yeah. I'm like, that is. Why just... the fuck would you do that? I said, <laughs> so you're going to have a baby on withdrawal symptoms, and you're not going to help the mom breastfeed, and that's the county rules. I'm like, you. It's stuff like, like that, that in sense? that movie where it's like it's it's a you start to like pick it apart, like you start to like go down the rabbit hole. You're like, damn, y'all just be disregarding people for mm. whatever. That's what that movie is about. Like you disregard the humanity of somebody for your own personal gain. Mm-hmm. Like exactly. you literally have said you're nothing but a piece of property. That's like in the new the other the last Rambo movie. The dude said that he grabs a little girl and he's like, you see this. Like, you see this thing, this is nothing more to me than property. Mm-hmm. And he just pushes the girl away. And that part, and now that's like the movie that Stephanie was in, uh, Skin in the Game, about, ch- about human trafficking. Like, that's how these people mm-hmm. really view these women is like, or just these people in general, you're like, you're property to me. I, when I look at you, I don't see another human being. Mm-hmm. And I literally cannot fathom that yeah. about anybody like everybody i'm like how can you not see another human being but that's what these people back then and now do is like oh you're not anything to me you had to separate them that's why i don't like war it's like you have to separate yourself from the fact that those are human beings you're like Mm -hmm. dropping bombs on yeah you're like oh it's for the greater yeah when when we went down that rabbit hole of the the hiroshima and and shit like that the other week that shit was we were going down some but shit. But that's some real shit. Like, he had to detach himself. You had to say, I'm killing women, children. No, those aren't any of that. that are that, that, like we're going down a tangent. I want to change the But that's the, that's the, that's the, that's kind of we, the No, we were going the in the World movie. War II, I was talking about. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But now I'm just talking about people's disconnection from humanity in order for your own gain. Yeah. Like, that's, that's the, the part. Right. And that was, that was generationally set as in, like, we're going to Second, no one. Yeah. I don't want to be hungry. I don't want to be none of that. Mm-hmm. And so the, the grandpa was like, "Yeah, I came in second. Like you held that onto that shit, <laughs> and it was like, I'm going to become right. better. Yeah. Like I'm going to be better. And the only difference between me and him is I'm white and he's black. Mm-hmm. And he think that's why he thinks that's why he <laughs> lost is that he was black and you were white. Right. Mm-hmm. And almost because he talks about the 1936 Olympics mm-hmm. of like, when you think about it, he might've been embarrassed that he lost in front of Hitler. Mm-hmm. And so just, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. like that might, I don't know. Cause you, cause you, that's really what that Jesse Owens meant to the world was like, Hitler was there. He shut everybody to, up. Yeah. Trying to prove that there were people across the world who agreed with Hitler. They were like, hey, man, you can't go burning Jews, but we do think white people are the best, so mm. we kind of like you. Uh, that's how you have neo-Nazis, because there were people... Yeah, that's why there's believed, American yeah, skinheads. Yeah, that's why there's people who agreed with the, what the fuck he said. So, Jesse Owens, it, that that scene, of, that part of the Crazy. movie alone shows, like, that's, there were people in 1936 where you were just like... Fuck! You got like you got like the Arthur fist. You were like fuck. You just shit on people and yeah. running is probably the hardest sport. I don't care what anybody says. Running is the hardest sport that exists on the planet. Mm-hmm. Usain Bolt said 
He was talking about people quitting on their dreams. He said, I trained for four years to run seven seconds. Four years you train to run seven seconds. That's mm. my entire life. I trained my entire life for seven minutes or for like, seven like seconds. A, like uh, Edward Moses from from Morehouse, and he went to the Olympics, and he beat. There was like when he did the the hurdles. Mm-hmm. He took thirteen steps between every hurdle, and everybody else took fifteen. Like that f- dude is insanely fu- like the amount of skill that track and like track and field in general. Has it's like I envy. It's every, almost gymnastic like. Yeah, yeah, I envy everybody there. That's why Usain Bolt is like, what the fuck? Like, are you human? When you watch track runners, when I watch their legs, I'm like, your legs are almost like pulling you. Like their bodies are Crazy. running in a way. You watch anybody else run, we all run <laughs> we ugly. Suck. We all run ugly. Everybody yeah. else, I don't care because your core isn't as strong as theirs. If you watch track runners, their core is like still. They're all fucking You're like doo 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 doo. Shakari Richardson mm-hmm. watching her legs move. I'm like it's like watching a gazelle move. It's crazy. Your it's, legs it's like are the, stupid the, the strong. The physics of how they use their body. The kinesiology of track is very alluring. It's like that's why people always say like why don't you run track in high school? Because it's hard, nigga. Like, <laughs> like what the fuck are you talking about? Huh? Hey man, come on. You got a little dumper. But you know, uh, that shit wag- who, wagon. Who, who won the movie? Damn you, Kaluuya. What you talking about? For sure. Second would be Jordan Rose. Hill. Rose. Rose. Not Jordan. She Peele. almost won. Not nah, Rose won. I think as a as a character and then as an actor. Rose, where's the keys? Right. That's where are the scene? keys, Rose? She was like, I don't know. I'm looking for them. And then she just pulls them out, and you're like. <gasps> Mm-hmm. You didn't know though. You're like she's fucking in on it. This bitch, because you thought maybe just there maybe, might be a chance. There's one white person who's good. You thought there was a but, chance, but she was like, "They're right here." And like, you're like, oh "You're my. the worst one out of all of them. You're the recruiter. You're the recruiter. You're the worst one out of all of them, Rose." I, yeah, this bitch is insane. I, she wore I, a black turtleneck. I say who, Anybody who wears a black turtleneck is crazy. I say it was a tie between Kaluuya and Jordan Peele for who won the movie. Definitely Kaluuya, though. Because that, like... Rose! Where are the keys, Rose? Where are the keys, Rose? He, like, yells at her. I'm like, and also, I want to say the opening scene, like, for the cinematographer, shout out to the cinematographer, the whole opening scene with Lakeith Sanfield, all one take. That's all one shot. And I didn't notice that until this past time I watched it. Because it pans around him. Yeah, like he's, it's following him, following him ahead of him. And then when the car pulls up and he's, he turns around and then he starts to cross the street, the, car, the camera starts to go mm-hmm. into the street mm-hmm. and pan out. And then that's where he's... Because you see just the amazing just camera movement of how mm-hmm. when you see the car drive... The camera's right here. You see the car drive opposite of it. And it turns around. Once it gets right here, you see the car doors open. Yes. So you're like, oh, this you're fool like, oh, is shit. outside yeah. of the car. Mm-hmm. And then you see that's it pop out of nowhere. Shit. Yeah, that was horror movie And you're shit. like, and that's why I said that to- setting the tone, mm-hmm. that is great. And yeah. I didn't notice it was all one shot until this and I never noticed it until you just said it just now. That's, that scene is so memorable. Like you said, it sets the tone for the mm-hmm. movie. You're like, yeah. damn, you just snatching cuz off the street. <laughs> like, In God, some damn. night armor? Like. And- the night armor made it that's ten so... times 
more fucking weird. It's so just almost like, esoteric, yeah. like like what the like it literally has no explanation. There's and that's none. what makes it like what the fuck? Hey, that's like, what makes him such a weirdo. You're like, you're riding around in night armor? Because mm-hmm. the, the the fact of night armor, everybody knows. You know a nigga, if you know a nigga <sighs> with night armor in his house. Like, what are like, you doing with a katana? Yeah, like, yeah, like, why the fuck do you yeah, have all these you're things? You're one of those guys. <laughs> we all know that guy, and that's one of those guys. Like, why the fuck do you have night armor in your... Mm-hmm. That's the people who have... No, you have a, you're the people who have a steel dragon in your front yard, like a mm-hmm. steel dragon sculpture. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. And they have the fucking the wind chime that spins around, and it's like <laughs> kind of like kaleidoscopy. Yeah, yeah, like that's those fucking people. You know what I'm and saying? I, and I say Jordan Peele is up there because one, it's his first movie, which. There, there's no getting better than than this, especially for horror. Yeah, which can easily go right. wrong. Because mm-hmm. and then everybody was like, "Oh, it's gonna be trash, it's gonna be trash." Because of Keanu, that's mm-hmm. what that was my thoughts. It was like Keanu was so bad, and you're gonna be like, "You're gonna do horror?" Like I thought it was gonna be. I mean, before and I saw the like, yeah, and that's why, I, like, and that's why I said like after watching it many times, like, and then going back, just, I, yeah, and then like seeing how Keanu Peel. Is like you see the bones of Get Out in Key and Peele. Mm-hmm. He almost made a thousand short films. They're very there's a lot of undertones to his stuff of how all the skits made dramatic turns. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. you're like, holy, like this is hilarious. Obviously, Key and Peele is amazing, but just like I said, the the structural part of his skits of all their skits is just like you see it kind of like structurally, like plot wise. And get out, and that's why I say he kind of had a head start of right. of doing uh, get out, and also me throughout the week. I've been watching the new Twilight Zone. I've actually been trying to find that. Where is that? On uh, the not is it Paramount Paramount Plus. Okay, because I was thought it was, I thought I saw it on HBO Max, and that was the other that was the original one. That one's great too. And then the, I think also with a winner for Kim Peele would be like being able to get that character development down for each character. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, learning archetypes and yeah. learning uh, just, like, structure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, he had so much, like, experience already going into it. And because of Mad TV and right. learning how... Dyna- learning dynamics and learning all of that. Like, it yeah. was... That's why oh, Get Out worked so it well. made it such a good, a good great film. Mm-hmm. Um, and shout out Little Rel for being the best mm-hmm. fucking friend yeah. Mm-hmm. Because T.S. Tabs motherfucking A. Yeah, TSA. He was like, my TSA is tingling. But you know, and I think there's a lot of people who either know a homie like that or you started treating your homies like that. Like, You're like hey, hey, man, you yeah. good? Like, where you at? You mm-hmm. in the, We know you driving through Georgia. My mom, every time we drove from Florida, she'd be like, you need to check in with me every two hours to let me know I think that's what at. it is too like since you just said Georgia I think Antebellum is the south side part the southern America and then Get Out is like the northern part of America but that, Get Out was in Alabama that was in upstate New York I thought the house was in Alabama no cause they live in the city and remember they go out they drive out of town yeah I don't know why I thought it was in Alabama maybe because of their house their house looks. They very... definitely live in if that's that's upstate New York type style house, but it was very southern looking to me. Yeah, because of the groundskeeper and because of everything like that, there was elements. But I think that was that's a 
a connection to Antebellum too. Yeah. No, it's Alabama. They're Ashton in Alabama. Plays historic district in Mobile, Alabama. Yeah, I thought it was upstate because they're all white and preppy, and Mm-mm. they didn't have accents. See, and I think what you just said is probably why our outlook on the movie slightly differs. Mm-hmm. You're looking at them as these northern liberal racists. Mm-hmm. They're southern liberal racists, and that's even worse. Mm-hmm. And that's probably why I and I was like, no, these guys are from Alabama. Just the way that 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 they drove house all the way to Alabama. I think they flew in and got a rental car. Really? Yeah. I think they flew in there. That's... But, but... They had the whole T- that's but what did, the whole TSA thing was about. That's what the whole TSA thing was all about. He was... Remember they were talking about flying out? He was like, I'm no going to catch my flight but and then do all how, that. If... if So there was... I don't be, even think they lived in New York City. Yeah, they, they just lived that in, was, like, no, downtown. The whole, the whole opening shot was all New York City. The, I the think cred- that was just downtown the Mobile. Sequences. I thought the credit sequences were... Mm-mm. I'm pretty sure it was just, like, that was the city part of Alabama they were in. I'm pretty sure the entire movie was set in Alabama. That the opening opening scene. For two good reasons: to keep the story more universal, and because none of the scenes were actually filmed in New York State. So they were in New York City in the opening. So so it took place in anywhere really. So that so it was the supposed opening to be, is just like was, you're a metropolitan black. It dude. was supposed to be ambiguous. Yeah, you're okay. a metro. That's probably why a lot of people, at least me, mm-hmm. I'm a metropolitan black guy, like somebody from a city area. So you got that part. Yeah. They did make it. Amb- I always just thought, because if we've been to Mobile, Alabama, it actually is a city city. Because they it's just like, kept saying the city. So I yeah. would just guess New York City. No, I thought they were saying like, well, it says Mobile in this. So I just so I was like, oh, yeah, that makes sense. Because Mobile is actually, if you go there, it's a nice downtown. Yeah, like, but when they were saying sprawling, when they were saying the area. city, I was guessing New York City and they were just going upstate. Mm-mm. Only reason why I knew it was Alabama, because that's like a... Uh, what do they call them, babe? Like a southern style house, or that house is very plantation, type. Yeah, antebellum cool. type house. Yeah, it's a colonial plantation. Isn't that house, the name like. of the style? Is like an antebellum house, right? No, antebellum is a uh, actual place somewhere in Georgia or something like that. But those houses are called colonial houses. So yeah, so yeah, that's probably why there's a there was a slight way we viewed the movie. Because I could see if you thought they were liberal northerners. Yeah, they're racist, but southern liberal mm-hmm. people are those types of people from that movie. That movie made ten times more sense to me because they were from Alabama. Because mm-hmm. it's deep-seated, like, your family... Alabama is still one of the most racist states in this country, next oh, to Texas. Antebellum is the type of architecture. So I guess that's the same thing. Style. Yeah, I guess house style. But, but yeah. anyways, so that's exactly so. Yeah, they were southern. So whites. they were just so Jordan Peele did that on purpose. Yeah, yeah. so they just said the oh, they're going to they're going out to the countryside. Okay. So whatever you know, they're they arrive in the city and then they they're driving out. To out of town. Mm-hmm. Okay. So then, okay. So I guess technically we're both right. They never yeah. said. Only reason why I knew it was Alabama because I saw the, the license plate. No, not oh. the house. The license plate when they were driving, it said Alabama. Oh. So that's why I was like, oh, yeah, they're in Alabama. Because I'm not saying there's no deer in New York, 
Well, no, upstate New York, there's going to be a lot of deer. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's a lot of forest up there, too. So it's actually so not. So it could have been anything. It could have literally, that's actually very. They filmed in Alabama. Mm-hmm. So that's why. Maybe that's why I'm I sure knew. for the house. Yeah. Because you can see the types of trees and stuff. It's a southern. It's really green down south. Like, that's mm-hmm. why I was like. Well, that's the same as green up north, too. Like, you know what I mean? It's also green in Prescott. You know what I mean? Like, it could be anywhere. That's good. That's good touch. But anyways, is that it? Are we done? Yeah, pretty much. Can't see why. I feel like we need to talk more. No, it's the it's the structure now. I because there are a lot of now. I feel like these episodes could be like three hours long. Yeah, sometimes they will be. Get but, Out is another one of those, like, we've seen it a bunch of times. And everybody loves it, and everybody knows about it. That was just, like, the thing. So and It's just a great movie, great cast, great director. There's not a other so ways you can go mm-hmm. with this movie. I am excited uh, for next week because... Yeah, I haven't seen Us in a long time. We saw Us together. I mean, it was my second time watching it, but we watched it all in theaters. Yeah. On Easter. Because I was just, I was really trying not to yeah. talk about us this entire time because the scoring of us, we'll talk about it next. Oh, week. oh, oh my god! Let's, yeah. Oh my god! The yes. scoring of us was just like I literally. That's probably why. I got five if y'all, there's it. sometimes where I think they'll catch us on episodes where we're trying to like quail ourselves yeah. because you have to save it for us? the next episode. Us might be a better episode. Everybody wants to talk about us because us was way more like that when you say horror, that was like that what shit the was fuck? terrifying of uh, fucking Lupita Nyong'o. Like oh, she that's got the fatty. Dog. That is acting. Lupita got the fatty on her, dog. Lu- oh my god. Like she acted the, like the twist. She was literally two people. Like that that was crazy. Let's we're not gonna talk about us. Yeah, All us right. is we're gonna. That's gonna be a three hour episode. <laughs> so, thanks for listening. And uh, you should go buy that now. Is Z is open still? Yeah, let's go. You down? Yeah, you go for a little bit. Mm-hmm. All right, all right. I'll see you guys next week. Thank you for tuning in. Make sure to DM or whatever, whatever comment on our posts. Yes, follow. Uh, None of this really matters on Instagram. Follow Nathan.McGeorge on Instagram. Follow Nathan.McGeorge on Letterboxd. Yes. Follow Just Rob DMV on Instagram. Everywhere it's Just Rob DMV everywhere you go. It's follow. Just Rob. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> volume yeah, 3, volume three is, is out. out. Yeah. Uh, but freestyle right? with your friends, Volume 3 is oh, out. Oh, now. Yes. Yeah, now. So listen to one, two, and three, and go freestyle with your friends. Yes, I ins- yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, comment director uh, requests. We already got a couple, but keep going. Thanks for the support so far. I'm glad you guys are enjoying the structure of this. Patreon, Patreon go su- please go subscribe. We're still getting it together. Trust me, it's gonna be. Give it another four weeks, and we're gonna. You're gonna be like, damn, we gotta join the Patreon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. for sure. Yeah. So thank you guys for supporting and the constant growth and. Evolving of this show. What about your positive remarks to end the show? Um, forgive your parents. Man, that's a bar. <laughs> you know what I mean? I just want like Rob said last week. We kind of skipped over that. Go to therapy. Was that last week? Yes, that is last week. Uh, go to therapy. I said it as somebody who's currently depressed, and I'm gonna be honest about that. I'm going through shit, so I say, go to therapy, man. Fucking get help. 
What is, what is your positive remarks, babe? Amanda. Uh, just one quick bar. Oh my god. Yes, please. <laughs> COVID is over. Um, yeah, that. yeah. Just because COVID is over, that doesn't mean don't wash your hands. Right. Well, I think that's certain. We all were not dirty before COVID, so. But I know a lot of y'all stopped caring yeah. again. So, yeah. so please. This fucking, they got some fungus going on Go in take, Texas. go take a shower. Don't listen to Amanda, guys. <laughs> She's a fucking hypochondriac. Her whole family knows that. Um, but yeah. Nate is too. He don't know it though. Yeah, I'm slowly. Uh, <laughs> Dude, like, I think my hands broke. Get your sanctuary together. Get your house together. Yes, make your room, make your house somewhere you want to be. Yes. Yeah, Quit favorite. making it. Don't make it a place where you just go there to sleep. Or Millennials or or Gen Zers, which is what Nate is. Listen, man. That just I'm re, I'm writing a paper now talking about how poor we are. Yes. We're screwed in the future. <laughs> okay, they're like, yeah, these guys are. Going to get fucked, and you're like, there's a group of us that's going to get inheritance from our parents. Appearances. We're going. That to- was a bar, though, low key. <laughs> yeah, I know. That was like some Kanye, uh, fucking right? Emphasis. That was the yeah, but inheritance we know that these inter- people inherits- in this room, none of us are them. So that's going to be another gap that grows, and that's why it comes full circle. Yeah, forgive your parents. Forgive your parents. And like they're saying, make your house your sanctuary. I was thinking about yes. that today, too. Like Superman. Oh, my God. If you're young, buy a house. You're going to pay rent anyway. Fucking just buy make a house. Make it your fortress of solitude. Get, get, get a, not, don't trap yourself, but tell yourself, I want to be here a lot. Yeah. So I need to. It is your home. Don't make it your house. Yes. Stop trying to buy stuff to flip. Find a home. Find somewhere to lay your head at night. A lot of y'all. Out here, you run in the streets. Nah, fuck that. <laughs> fuck that. Fucking. And stop doing drugs. Just smoke weed. <laughs> Just smoke weed, man. If you're doing perks if and shit. If you're drinking lean still. If you're doing perks and shit, I don't think anybody in this demographic that we, uh, our audience, does that at all, actually. But still. If who you know is if our you, audience? If, if you know somebody who knows somebody who knows somebody, tell them to stop. Yeah. All the listeners, man, I just want to say. I, I want to say for myself, I don't know about Nate, but thank you. This this brings me joy every week, no matter how sad I am or stressed out. Coming here to talk about movies. I didn't know how much I loved movies. Having movies for homework is amazing. It's mm-hmm. super just like... Essentially getting paid to watch movies. Yeah. In a way. You guys have paid me $18 to watch movies, and that's I think for a whole a, movie ticket. So thank you, guys. And always remember... None of this really matters. Yeah. If you don't have... No, say it again. Sorry. And if you... Wait. Yeah, say it one more time. And if... And always remember... There we go. None of this really matters. All right, peace. Peace. (laughs)